Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's play our own Bet Regal breakaway bets. Ottawa, Detroit, I'll take the dead thing. Red Wings for me. How about you, Clark? He's taken the Sins in an upset like the other night. Gotcha. And the San Jose Sharks visit the Anaheim Ducks tonight. I guess... <laughs> Do we have to pick a win? Both teams will lose. Is that possible? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is, everybody. And holy smokes, do we have a special treat for you today. Just hang on. I'll tell you how and why in a moment. It's episode number 1171 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. We're coming at you live on Game Plus Television. That's available all across Saskatchewan on Sastel Max. Bell MTS in Manitoba. Tell us across Alberta and B.C. And Shaw Rogers, Channel 230. On the radio in Atlanta, WQEE. we got a lot of topics to get to. NHL trades, NHL All-Star game, betting in sports. Dan Quinn leaving the Dallas Cowboys for Washington as head coach. Good. Little NBA talk and all the rest. Davis Sanchez, former NFL, CFL DB, is going to be with us in hour one and Rod Black in hour two. But let's do it now. No Darren DuPont today. He's in Saskatoon calling the provincial tanker curling. But we're still going to Saskatoon. My brother from a different mother, the longtime voice of the Saskatoon Blades. Let's bring him in. Double hockey sticks, Les Lazarus. RP, it's up, been Lester? a long. That's a heck of a lead up. Much better than I'll ever deserve. But thank you so much. It is good to see you and to be speaking with you again. It's been a long time, I might say. Uh, <laughs> too long, and shame on me for that. Shame no, on no, me, no. Lester. But no, uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You got. The voice, before we get into can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Thank you. Um, Les, we're, we're, you're a hockey guy first, and we're going to get into the Elias Lindholm trade, the NHL All-Star game and stuff. But you're the voice, for those that don't know, of the number one team in all of major junior hockey. Congratulations. Yeah, I guess. Uh, it's, it's great. I mean, obviously they're, uh, having a heck of a season. The Saskatoon blades are with 34 wins already in 48 games after shellacking the Pats last night, uh, nine to one here in Saskatoon. Um, it's been quite the ride so far this season. It's been quite the ride the last couple of seasons because last year was incredible, uh, winning 48 games and getting all the way to the third round of the playoffs. And for this franchise, that was the first since 1994. And they were so buoyed by what they did last year that they decided they want to hang banners and win championships this year with the core they had coming back. And they've added a whole bunch of pieces to it and look like they're pretty serious on trying to do exactly that, hang banners and win championships. Well, uh, good on you. Um, I don't like that you spanked my Pats last night 9-1, but they're not going to be in the playoffs anyway. So I will say, go Blades. And I'll say this, how many games have you called for the Saskatoon Blades on Radio Less? How many have you broadcast? Over 2,100, somewhere along the line. 2,100, everybody. So I said to Les one time, I said, you, sir, are the Elton John of hockey broadcasting. And he was, I, he didn't know how to take that. 
And I said, every game of those 2100s like his first. And it was like when I saw Elton John play Crocodile Rock in the Agrodome, he, when he was done, he stood up on the bench and went like this to the crowd. I'm like, you've performed mm. that thing two million times. And you just played it like it was your first. He's the Elton John yeah. of Major Junior Hockey in hockey. Okay, hit the horn again, Jordan. Let's see if you're paying attention and, and we'll get down to business. Thank you. We start, less with the big story. The biggest story, what they're talking about on Coffee Row. And in our world, I would say it's this. The Vancouver Canucks have acquired forward Elias Lindholm from the Calgary Flames. The deal was made Wednesday night. In exchange, the Flames are receiving forward Andre Kuzmenko, defenseman Hunter Brustowicz, and Johnny Germo. A 20-24 first-round draft pick and a 20-24 fourth. The 29-year-old Lindholm is the Flames' lone all-star this year. He's got only nine goals and 23 assists this season. So he's struggled there, but he's a rental player. His contract's going to be up at the end of the year. As for Kuzmenko, he struggled this season, too. Eight goals, 21 assists in 43 games. He's been a healthy scratch multiple times for Rick Tockett's Canucks. And he has been open, Kuzmenko, about uh, his point production struggles this season as he's been moved up and down the lines and out of the lineup by Rick Tockett. So... Do you want to take a swing at who might have won this trade or what it means less? What did you think when it came down? Uh, probably one of these things, Rod, where there's a short-term winner and maybe a long-term winner because I think the short-term winner is the Vancouver Canucks. They get a proven performer in Elias Lindholm who can play center, he can play wing, he is a proven goal scorer coming off a 40-goal year a couple of years back. He can certainly add to that Vancouver offense, which is prolific as it is already, but he can just add another element to that. Uh, so short-term, the Canucks definitely win. Can they make it a long-term win by signing him after this season? That remains to be seen. Short term uh, or long term, I should say, Calgary maybe wins because they've got Kuzmenko who has the ability to be a dynamic offensive performer. He looked really good for the Canucks last year, but obviously has fallen out of favor with Rick Tockett. But it's the first round draft pick that comes in handy. And the the prospects that they get, Bruskevich on defense uh, has been very good in the Ontario Hockey League for a couple of seasons now. So he becomes somebody that becomes of great value in the future for Calgary. And Flames fans may not like hearing about future or rebuilding or anything like that. That R word rebuild is a dirty word in hockey for a lot of fans. But for the Calgary Flames, yeah, they're not that far out of a playoff spot, but they have teams to pass. So however many points you are behind that eighth and final playoff spot in the Western Conference, add another point for each team you have to pass in order to get to that postseason spot because with three-point games and how many games now go to overtime or a shootout and there ends up being one point going to one team and two points to the other, that muddies up the waters. It's not as simple as saying you can get on a five-game winning streak and make up the difference, no problem. Hey, other teams are going to lose in overtime as well and get points and screw you over, essentially, by trying to get there. So I think Calgary doing what they did is the right thing to do. I think they got a great return for Elias Lindholm, and I think the Canucks short-term have gathered themselves a person who may very well take the Canucks to their first ever Stanley Cup championship, the holy grail of hockey, as far as they're concerned. Well, and Les knows of what he speaks, that short-term, long-term thing. This morning there was a great chat on this on NHL radio I was listening to, Gord Stellick and Scott Laughlin. They, they felt the greatest trade in NHL history was Jerome McGinley for 
Uh, Joe Neuendijk in the 90s, Dallas Stars, Calgary Flames. Both teams won. The Flames uh, got their franchise icon, Jerome McGinley, for years to come, and the Stars got the guy that put them over the top to win the Stanley Cup and Joe Neuendijk, who I believe, yeah, was the captain of the Dallas Stars. So that's what Les is talking about. Short-term, short long-term thing. Moving on to point two. We go fast here, Les. The NHL All-Star yep. Weekend kicks off tonight at Toronto Scotia Bank Arena. First day events include the All-Star Game Draft, where the captains of the four teams will select their rosters for Saturday's game, and a professional women's hockey league three-on-three showcase is also on tap today. Before we get Les's answer, I'll, guys, put it up. Our daily polls brought to you by Key Auto Group. They are driven by safety. Experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. The poll question is, Clark and I came up with this together. Will you be watching the NHL All-Star Draft tonight? It's at 6 p.m. Eastern on one of your networks. I'm guessing Sportsnet. It's on ESPN down here, and they've actually been promoting it all day on the morning shows. 6 p.m. tonight, NHL All-Star Draft. So the vote for me is yes for lack of anything else to watch, to be honest, because later on I can put it on my favorite thing, which is two and a half men reruns, but I'll be watching the draft tonight. Yes or no for you, Les? Uh, it's a no. Uh, that's because of circumstances in my personal life right now. I can't get the chance to watch it live. I might, you know, PVR it or watch highlights of it on the National Sports Network's uh, uh, highlight shows that they'll have. But as far as live goes, no, I wouldn't go, and I probably wouldn't go out of my way to watch it live either. I would like to watch the women's three-on-three -three, uh, showcase. I think that's going to be a lot of fun because I think it's a good exhibition and a good uh, opportunity for women's hockey again to show what exactly they're all about, what kind of skill that they're bringing to the table. And it seems like the National Hockey League's really embracing them. So good on the NHL for doing that. And I think really that women's hockey is, is getting its just rewards here right about now and we're starting to see what it's all about and it's not just going to be Canada against the United States they have a chance to really make something out of this hey the people in your hometown have woken up and they're writing into the program less from patrolman <laughs> Pete he says, I always love to see Les Lazarus on the show. It's such a treat to listen to his calls of Blades games. Hey, ho, let's go. Love you, Les. And he goes on to Thank say, you, uh, a, lot of us in, a lot of us in Winnipeg were hoping that Lindholm was headed here. Camper mm -hmm. in Winnipeg says, Chevy's cooking up a sweet deal. Stay tuned. Let's just pause the proceedings and talk about the team for which you were at the microphone, Winnipeg Jets games back in the day. Uh, hey, Canucks loading up, but not like the Jets aren't going to do anything. What's your take on them the rest of the way? Defense wins championships, and the blade are the blades. <laughs> boy, oh boy, the Jets. Uh, let's get let's get the leagues and the teams straight. Uh, they're my two favorites. Let's put it that way. Blades in this in the league I follow, and the Jets that I follow. I followed a Winnipeg Jets team since 1967 in the old Western Canada Hockey League. That's how much of a fan I am, and that's also how old I am. Uh, but the Jets are, you know, defense wins championships. They say the Jets have. Goaltending, first and foremost with Connor Hellebuck. Their team defensive philosophy and schemes with uh, Rick Bonus at the helm, uh, ably assisted you know, by Scott Arneal and, and, and Brad Lauer and company. I mean, that's a tremendous group that they've got, and they shut down. They've got the best goals against average in the National Hockey League, and, and it's done so because that's the way they want to play. 
they need some offense. Uh, if there's one area where the Jets have problems, it is the offense can dry up from time to time, and it, it's hard work for them to score goals, quite frankly. And all you have to do is take a look at the one play from their first game against Toronto last week where they had a two-on-nothing shorthanded breakaway and couldn't beat Ilya Samsonov, who couldn't stop a beach ball before that. But he plays against Winnipeg, and suddenly he becomes the second coming of George Bezina, and... You know, the, the Jets need to get some help on offense. If they can find that, they become a legitimate Stanley Cup contender as well. How about the charcuterie, the charcuterie cucumber? George Vest. Yeah. How about Johnny Bauer? The second coming of Johnny, Johnny Bauer. Bauer, of which, yeah, that, of that, which that, I that's believe there's still a. Yeah. Yeah, that's more correct, actually, Rob, because Bauer at least played for the Maple Leafs, whereas George Vesna did not. So that, that's a good point on your part. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the goalie history to this guy. Uh, moving on, point three. Uh, by the way, can you stay with us for another segment or not, or are you going to have to run until about I can go with you to the bottom of the hour. Okay, perfect. Okay, thank you. Uh, so point three, Shane Pinto scored on a tip-in at 205 of overtime to give the Ottawa Senators a 3-2 victory over the Detroit Red Wings. Clark picked that one last night. I picked the mm -hmm. Wings. I was wrong. Brady Kachuk and Mark Kostelik scored the regulation goals for the Sens. Eunice Corposalo made 23 saves as the Sens won the season series 3-1. So Shane Pinto's back less after serving a 41-game suspension for his role in gambling. or We don't even know what it is other than he was suspended yeah. for 41 games. You are opinionated. That's one of the things I love of you, of many. How do you feel about the players getting in trouble for gambling, whether it's a small suspension, a large one, or whatever the discipline is? Do you have a take on sports betting and how it's kind of crossing over into what the guys do? I, I'd like to know more about what exactly Shane Pinto did that was so wrong. If he was betting on National Hockey League games, and especially games involving his own team, then yeah, throw the book at him. He probably doesn't deserve to play ever again. But if he's betting on other sports, or if it's a situation where, as we're led to believe, somebody got access to his phone and started betting on things that were going on in the National Hockey League, then... Cut him some slack. Give him a second chance. The world is all about second chances. We all need the second chance because we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes. So if Shane Pinto made the mistake of leaving his phone out and a buddy of his, you know, didn't do a good job with his trust and took his phone and bet on a bunch of NHL games, including some involving the Ottawa Senators, well, then... Maybe we got to cut Shane Pinto some slack. But I am seriously concerned about the amount of gambling that goes on in sports. I think there's almost too much of it at times. But, hey, it's what's, it's what's driving the markets a lot. So how do you say no to money, I guess, in the long run? But I think the athletes have to be really cognizant and careful, and the leagues have to really make sure that the education is there for them to make sure that they don't lapse into doing the wrong things when it comes to gambling, especially with some organizations that are a little less than savory. Yeah, well, um, I, I just like to hear everybody's opinion. You know how I roll. I, mm -hmm. uh, I ask everybody. I don't necessarily agree with everybody, but here's the thing. When people, because that was his defense, somebody used my phone or somebody used my account. Now, you would Im immediately think, the dog ate my homework. Wasn't my <laughs> weed. Somebody left it in my glove compartment yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it's 2024 at the time of his suspension, 2023, with AI and cyber hacking, somebody could hack into his phone 
and make bets yep. just to cause a real problem for Shane Pinto. Right? That's yep. the one thing people don't understand. They don't get it. Right? Now, having said all that, 41 games is very harsh, and I believe the NHL did, did investigate this very in-depth. And they, you know, they don't, they don't screw around and they don't usually get it wrong. So anyways, a couple other things. Breaking news on this Thursday. The Washington Commanders are hiring Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn to be their next head coach. I say good as a Cowboys fan. Quinn replaces Riverboat Ron Rivera who was fired by new owner Josh Harris one day after the season ended. The commanders hired Adam Peters as general manager on January 12th. The moves represent the first monumental hires on the football side for Harris, uh, Josh Harris, who finalized the purchase of the team back in July. Point five, I'll just throw this out here. The Toronto Raptors are off today with a return to the NBA action on Friday. The Raps snapped a five-game skid on Tuesday with a win over the Chicago Bulls. Point six I have down here is randoms, and that's where it gets fun. When we come back, Les and I will delve into those. And my good friend Brent... Waltman, the guy that took me out on his fishing boat on the weekend, he sent me, I don't know where it came from, Brent's probably watching right now, he could tell me, this player's poll. I don't know if you've seen it, Les. I have no idea where it came from. I'm guessing the athletic or something like that. Of the worst road city to play in, the best road cities to play in, who's the guy you'd like <laughs> to punch in the face the most in the NHL? Uh, who's the most overrated players in the NHL? Those results came out from an anonymous vote. And we're going to talk about Ooh. those next. And we'll see if Les agrees. We'll vote for our own and the audience, too. And we'll be right back. But in the meantime, you can text us at 902-518-3033. Brought to you by Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. We're live on the Game Plus TV network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Thank you, Rick Regan, and uh, yes, indeed. And by the way, Moose isn't here because he's calling the Provincial Men's Curling Championship the Tankard in Saskatoon at the Nutana Club. 
All the province's eyes are on the Briar. The Montana's Briar is going to be played in Regina March 1st to the 8th, presented by AGI. And you can be there with the RP Show. We're telling you, please select your single draw tickets now. $24 to $70, depending on the draw and seat selection. Youth tickets are just $9.99 across the board. Get your tickets now, curling.ca slash tickets. The best curlers in the world going to be in the Brand Center, and you can join them with great seats at affordable prices. Les Lazarus with us, the voice of the Blades, for another nine minutes. I appreciate that, Les. Let me be the first to say this. You know I like to stir it up a little. Be honest. No. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> have you been asked? How many times have you been asked? Are you interested in being the voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? Uh, I would be interested. Um, there would be some conditions put onto it. Um, a, I would have to be able to still live in Saskatoon because I'm not moving from Saskatoon to Regina. I have a nice place here with my wife and we kind of like it here. Uh, so if I can stay in Saskatoon and commute back and forth, it's not that bad. Highway 11 is fine. I would do that. And secondly, I think the opportunity to be in the Canadian Football League and uh, broadcast games uh, of, a, of a phenomenal franchise that's been around forever uh, and help them to maybe, uh, not that the broadcaster has anything to do with winning a title, but to be there and be a part of seeing the green and white come back from the depths of wherever they are right now to winning a great cup, I think that would be a lot of fun. How about that? Write it down. They should be so lucky, Les. <laughs> so uh, good on you. I'm glad I asked. Now to the hockey thing for fun. Okay. We all know I don't, I love Winnipeg. It's your hometown. It's our number two region for viewership. So I, I'm not going to trance on, trounce on that grave per se. With the, this vote from the players, which I think it was the athletic NHL players uh, polled on favorite road city, worst road city, blah, blah, blah. Winnipeg was the least favorite. Can I say that road city to visit? We won't say any more than that. It's cold. It's dark. We know all that. The internet doesn't what do you work. The number, the, the internet doesn't work. Who said that? The players? Paul Maurice? Uh, Who said that? Wasn't it, I can't remember. Wasn't, it, wasn't it Mark Mathot or somebody like that? Somebody, I can't remember which visiting player said it a couple of years ago. But they were upset because the internet in the hotel didn't work. So uh, that was a no-no for that, for that particular player. And I'm sure there's more to say that. So I, I can't imagine the complaints you hear from the players now compared to what they used to oh, yeah. be. Uh, um, now... Do you want to take a swing at what the favorite road city to play in would be, Les? Uh, Las Vegas. Ding, 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 ding. Tell them what he's won, Clark. What do you, <laughs> what do you think the number two team is? Uh, sorry, number two favorite road city is in the National Hockey League. Could be L.A. or it could be New York. One of those two. It's New York. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Hot damn! Las Vegas one, New York two. Number three, you haven't mentioned, but this wouldn't surprise you. Guess. Toronto? Montreal, La Belle Province. Montreal, yeah, sure. Yeah. Rue St. Catherine. So I'll, I'll read you yeah, the top absolutely. five. Las Vegas, New York, Montreal, Nashville, Vancouver. Number six, Sunrise. Look around. Mm. Yeah, and, oh, uh, absolutely. Seven, yeah, Los Angeles. Now, yeah. here's a fun one. Remember when we used to do this in the dub? Who used to? It was Lubke did it, didn't he? These 
Who, who did these? Well, Greg Drennan did it first, but nobody's doing yes. it anymore. These polls in the WHL. Aren't no, they? nobody, no, nobody does it anymore. And it would be the easiest thing to do. You could have it done in a day with the internet. But anyways, mm-hmm. who's the player in the league whose face you most want to punch in? <laughs> Brad Marchand. You might number one, number two, number two, Radko Gudis. Uh, to be honest, Marshawn's number two. Okay. If I told if I told you the number one player played for the Florida Panthers, would you be able to guess him? Oh no, probably not. Nick Matthew Cousins. Kachuk. Nick Cousins. Well, oh, of course, of course. Chucky's third. <laughs> the yeah. Florida Panthers have two of the top three punch, most punchable players in a poll of players of the National Hockey League. One Nick Cousins, two Brad Marchand, three Matthew Kachuk, four Matthew Bunting, and number five Connor Garland. Interestingly enough, oh. uh, wow. Rad, Rad, Radko Gudis, no, oh, he is on the list. 1.36% of the vote. He didn't have a lot. Here's a fun one. Who do you think is the who do you think won the poll as the most overrated player in the National Hockey League? I mean, you're around the scene, so I wouldn't be surprised if you guessed it. It doesn't really surprise me either. Who won the vote? Uh, Western Conference. If you want me to narrow it to give you a hint, Western Conference, Pacific Division, most overrated player in the NHL. Wow. I, I still have a tough time because there's so many guys that could probably fall into that category. Um, yeah. Uh. Think the Michigan. Jonathan Hoover. And it ain't Bedard. Uh He's no. on the list, my friend. <laughs> he's yeah. on the list. He is fifth, sixth. Uh, Trevor Zegas. Okay. Anaheim Ducks. Oh. And the thing is, okay. we don't watch Anaheim a ton. But when I saw no. him on the list of trade bait, when I saw him on the list of trade bait at the deadline or available players, I'm like, he's probably the most skilled player in the NHL. So if he's yeah. also the most overrated voted by the players and he's going to be dangled for trade bait, there's something wrong with this guy. Whatever yeah, it is. No, for sure. You know, you know, you know how that is. Number one, Zegris. Yeah. Number two, Darnell Nurse. Number three, Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, I wanted to say Darnell Nurse, but I didn't know if he'd go that far with defensemen. But obviously, to me, and I hate to say this, but Darnell Nurse to me is the Dak Prescott of the National Hockey League and vice versa. Great, great talents, but their decision-making at times leaves a little bit to be desired, unfortunately. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we've gotten to the bottom of the hour, Les. I really appreciate you bailing us out. This was fun, man. Let's do it again. any old time. I'm always available in an emergency basis. Call in the right-hander. I can come in. My best to Verna, man. Keep in touch. Go Blades. Same. Take care. Thanks very much, Roddy. Les Lasbrook, the voice of the Saskatoon Blades. And I got to be perfectly honest with you. This is, it has a little bit to do with our age, but it's like I spend 20 seasons calling games in the Canadian Football League, 20 seasons with the Regina Pats, radio and television, two more with the Prince Albert Ray. I feel like that was enough, like a long time. And then I go around and I see guys like Les, 2,100 games. 
It makes my career, I feel, look very puny. <laughs> and this summer, we go to Edmonton to the Commonwealth Stadium. We're watching the Eskimo Elks, sorry, and the Riders. And uh, who do I run into but um, Brian Hall. I'm like, Halsey, how many seasons did you call Eskimo games? Uh, 45. That's it? I'm calling games for as long as I've been alive, basically. <laughs> it's like literally makes you feel beep. But hey, I get bored, you know? But I do, hats off to those guys. I look around and at the careers of some of those guys. Les is an absolute icon. And what a voice. And how about that? I did not expect him. <laughs> I just kind of laid it out there about that rider play-by-play job because it came open. Whether I didn't think he'd be interested. He's a hockey guy. But hey, what the hell? <laughs> Jim Wagner in Balgonia writes in and he says, uh, Les is a real beauty. No Rudy Poos for the RP show. Approved. Right, Clark? No Rudy Poos on this show. We haven't used that term in a long time. I don't know why. We don't use it enough. No Rudy Poos get on this show. Oh, Brad in Saskatoon writes in and says, uh, great to see Les helping you out today, Rod. Great show. Rod, how is Goldie? Please update the Rod squad. My Jeep Goldie. How about this one? I walked the, the uh, garage is literally two blocks from the house. I walked over there. Mike's in having a dart feet up on the wall. Mechanic. Goldie's rolled out in the parking lot. And I'm like, uh, what's up? I said, how are you doing, Mike? He goes, not as well as your Jeep. I'm like, come on. This is like right after our show. Uh, it's fine. It did not need a new computer. It did not need the key to be coded or whatever. Like, uh, you understand, I'm... That's Mandarin to me. And basically, if I have it right, a sensor went in the drive shaft, and the reason it wouldn't start was the engine was tricked into thinking that it was being hotwired and stolen. So it just triggered itself. So we had to redo the sensor for the drive shaft, change the oil, and the bill came out to be less than half of what he thought it was going to be. And he's like, <laughs> if you really care, which you asked, he goes, I shut all the doors to the garage. I didn't let anybody in at all. And I traced the electrical wiring of this whole thing right down to, that's what I discovered what it was. But I can't be bothered. I can't be distracted. That's what I needed to do. And I said, Mike, that's why you're the best. Uh, which incidentally, I told him that I was talking about him on the show. And I said, if I didn't drop the name of the shop, Mike, I didn't know. He goes, oh, you go ahead. University Auto Repair in Boca Raton, Florida. If you're ever in the area and your car breaks down. Isn't that interesting, eh? Uh, was I saying this earlier? No, I, you know what? It was in our morning meeting. It wasn't on the air. I was being teased by some NHL guys last night about the amount that we talk about the Canadian Football League on this show. And I'm like, I don't know, guys. What do you, what do you want? We're on national television in Canada. It's our biggest audience, and I spent 20 years in the league. It's what I know. You want me to come down here and try to be the Heat, the NBA guy, and learn that? Watch or don't, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to tell our stories, and this is what the way the show is going to be. Hockey guys. I'm sure Davis has some thoughts on that. Chez, Sanch, whatever you want to call him.
the outspoken analyst from TSN, NFL, CFL coverage, joins us next. Because I want to get his thoughts on things. Obviously, that's why he's here. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, the Telemiracle 50-50 is another chance to support Telemiracle and also have a chance to win half the jackpot. It's Saskatchewan's charity. You all know what it is. It's truly a win-win for Saskatchewan residents. The uh, raffle's live now. You can buy your tickets at Telemiracle5050.com. They've come to us to help promote their charity. Can you please help us all out? You just got to be in Saskatchewan and over the age 18 to buy your tickets. Do it today. Please don't wait. Telemiracle5050.com. I can never get enough of this guy. I love him. Davis Sanchez. Let's bring him in. Three-time Great Cup champion, San Diego Charger veteran, and very outspoken on Twitter, I might add. Looking at the NFL Conference <laughs> Championships, Davis, you got quite a bit of reaction. Have you calmed down on Dan Campbell's fourth down decisions coming out of the NFC Championship game? Nope. Nope, absolutely not. It's so, I mean, Roddy, you get this. You've been in the game a long time and you're, you're never shy to, to share your opinions and strong opinions. My, my, I didn't even realize this. So on social, I guess with, I don't know if it's with just with stories, uh, Instagram stories only or whatever it is, but folks will read the comments of other folks and then don't actually hear what you said but they're commenting on the comment. So you saw the video, I, I mean, you, you saw the post. I probably, I don't know, there's 200,000 uh, uh, views or impressions, whatever the heck it is. And the comments, we're talking about hundreds, like you're a Canadian moron, you know nothing. You, and it's all predicated on them saying that I said Dan Campbell is a bad coach, and Dan Campbell should be fired. <laughs> well, now, yeah, let's paraphrase never, what you I did say. Said, pa paraphrase what you did say, please. Yes. So what, what I said was Dan Campbell came on after the game, after he made those terrible decisions. But I, I, will, not, I will not retract that. It was he cost them the game. He came on after in the, press, in the presser and said, I do not regret anything that I said or any, any decisions I made. I said after, so my paraphrasing, I said, in six weeks from now, after he calms down and lets all this, at this, you know, play out, think about it, cool down. If he's still unable to look back and say, okay, if I get in this situation again, I would at least 
think about doing things a bit differently, potentially. So think about it. That's all I said. Think about it. If he's not willing to do that, if I'm in that locker room, I may not want him as my coach. If you can't look back after spoiling that lead uh, with that time on the clock, a chance to go to the Super Bowl, and maybe think about potentially doing things a bit differently, I I don't want you as my coach. But in saying that, Rod, he's for certain going to look back and find ways that he could have done it different. And that's simply what I said, which is nothing. That is not saying fire Dan Campbell. That's not saying Dan Campbell's not a good coach. That's saying Dan Campbell can't say he doesn't regret anything and he would not do anything different. That would be ridiculous. And if he says that, that he wouldn't do anything different or wouldn't look at it differently, now, uh, I don't want him as my coach. Did you not... Did you not say he's coaching this like he's playing Madden and like he's got a six-foot bong in his basement? Was that not your your tweet? <laughs> was it not? I mean, I'm serious. Did you say that? I absolutely did. Uh, he he was coaching like that. He he was coaching. I mean, look, I, I might have been at one point in my life in my basement with a bong and and playing Madden, and and that's the type of stuff I might have said. I mean, it's it's we're talking about. You know, it's a, it's fourth and, you know, it's fourth and 12. I'm going for it. Pass me the Doritos. Like, what are you doing? Seven minutes left in a, in the third quarter of an NFC championship game. You're a team that has a good running game and you can go up 17 points. An average NFL team in the NFL game, it's about, you know, four, four and a half, four and a half possessions, five, five possessions and a half. You could run out the clock with, with two long possessions you could you could control the ball for the most of the half, most of the rest of the game. I mean, I don't understand what he's possibly thinking. I mean, I get the aggression part of it, Rod. I, I like his aggression. I don't like his recklessness. There's one guy out of all these voices that defended him, and it was Rex Ryan. And he said, I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to bury him. Because he's thinking he's going to convert and they're gonna put him in the end zone, put it in the end zone, and they're gonna be up twenty one. Can you see that? Okay, so how many? If you're up 21, how many scores is that, Rod? Three. Right. If you go up Four. 17 uh, the field, with a field goal, no, it's three. You're right, it's three. But if you go yeah. up, if you kick a field goal there, and you go up 17. How many scores is that? Still three. It's also three. Yes. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and and to add to this, and here's I would add it further. And I'm saying, like I said, I'm not saying you should fire Dan Campbell. That'd be moronic. It's not like fire Dan Campbell. No, it's not that. It's if Dan Campbell can't look back and find ways to adjust to this or potentially if he's in a situation again, how would he manage it differently? That's all. We all, in all of our lives, we all have those situations where we look back and say how we could have done things different. But adding to that, okay, sure. it's different on that, the third down, the thir- in the, pardon me, the fourth down in the third quarter. If it's different if you're if that's a play that that ices you the game. So let's say you're trying to round the clock, you, you get a first down and the game's over. Or it's fourth and goal, and if you and you're gonna score there. If you do get a first down there, Rod, if you if you go for it and you get a first down, it still does you're not necessarily guaranteed a touchdown. You still might kick three later on in the drive. You're not scoring a touchdown. You're getting a, you're just getting a first down. You might kick three later. It just it doesn't make sense. That's the big, I mean, the other one in the fourth quarter is ridiculous too. The field goal to tie is ridiculous. But the, I think the third quarter one's even worse because that was all the momentum that now the Niners have momentum. It just, ah, I don't know. It's it was the turning point of the game. For sure. the NFL. 
it was the turning point of the game, no doubt. Uh, you come at a Super Bowl? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Of course. You, you're going to be there? Okay, I'll see you there. Of course. Yes. Absolutely. Love it. And I got a funny one for you. Somebody said to me the other day, they said, you and Sanchez, you two get along? I said, we should. I fed him when he was starving to death when he came into theater field to do a game. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Absolutely. You took me to Did not eat before Roddy, the game? Roddy what happened that day? Oh, yeah. I don't know. You took me up to some special, some special suite where they pulled out all sort of prime rib and beautiful salads and all sort of good stuff. And Roddy just uh, took me in some back door, and there it was. The lovely ladies, uh, here you go. I said, I'm with the right guy. Yeah, I think you would. You talk about the prime rib. I, you, you grabbed a hot dog first. I was watching. But anyways, <laughs> we got we to talk about, about CFL free agency because people are going off about it. It's not the most salacious group, especially with Drew Brown being traded and signed. But there are some names, unless I've misread it. What do you think about this pool available here later this month? Yeah, I mean, look, at this point in time, for me, with, with CFL free agency the last couple of years, with there being, you know, the one-year contracts and 100 free agents, uh, I, I basically sign off. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't even looked at it yet. I don't even know who's a free agent, Roddy. To be honest, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm knee-deep with 32, 32 NFL teams right now. Um, I, I, will cover, I will cover the CFL draft, and, and I'm sure... As the names start trickling out, free agency wise, uh, I'll dump into some of what you know what these signings mean to these teams in the offseason. I'll jump into that in a few weeks. Um, uh, but right now, it's that's not, uh, and I can't hey, do it all. You're good. I I went on the radio in Edmonton the other day to talk about this, and the only that's when I looked it up. I hadn't looked at it before. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all yeah. there. It's all there at CFL.ca. So once we get through Super Bowl, that will be the next thing. And it is exciting. I mean, it, uh, we got about 90 seconds here. But the thing is, you can, unless I've read it wrong with the one-year deals, you could flip your team's fortunes pretty fast if you did it right with your spending in the CFL, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's year to year, every, every team can... You have a chance. There's no, there's no rebuilds. It's, it's uh, what are we doing this year? Let's go. So that's for some, some teams struggling. That's, that's, uh, that's good. There's no, you don't have to wait. You can rock and roll. It'll be interesting to see what happens to these quarterbacks too, because obviously a lot of movement there and some of the older guys who can still play, you know, uh, looking in Saskatchewan, looking at, at Bo out here and, and, and uh, you know, how's this, how's it going to play out? Jeremiah, even who's now, you know, relegated to backup, which I think he could also potentially be the starter. So. Who knows? Yeah. Well, look, I could put this to you on the Vegas Strip, but I'm going to put it to you now. Um, I've heard you called Sanch. Kate Burness calls you Chez. And our guy, Luke Mulliter, you know how Luke smiles? He calls you Silver Spoon Sanchez. And I don't even know the story behind that. But <laughs> I don't, I don't, either. What I don't either. the nickname? <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's the nickname you prefer, Davis? I mean, I'm, I'm Chez. Everybody, everybody calls me Chez. My, all my boys, any, any of my friends growing up call me Chez Sanchez. I don't, the only one that calls me Davis, uh, my, my, my mom, called, mom called me Davis when I was in trouble, and my wife now calls me da Davis when I'm in trouble. Okay. Well, here's the thing about Luke. And you played with him in Montreal, right? I never played with Luke, no. Or maybe you didn't. But, but, but you know Luke. You know Luke. And, uh, Absolutely. He, he wants my to guy. He, he, he wants you to think he's so bad. 
and he's not. He's got money from some snooty Toronto suburb. He's got money. So I think that's why he tells <laughs> Silver Spoon Sanchez he wants to put, him off, put us off his trail. So, okay, Davis. That, that, might, be, that, might, the be, that might be the case. That's what I think it is. Thank you for the explanation. We will see you in uh, Vegas next week. Uh, I look forward to it. Thank you. You're doing a great job, Roddy, by the way. I, uh, I never you said too. that. Check that out on social. I never once said Dan Campbell should be fired. So it's hilarious that people on social don't actually watch your video or what you actually said. I find it quite amusing. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Love you too, pal. Thank you. David Sanchez, giving him the chance to set the record straight today. We'll be right back with a sports update and audience takeover right after this on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, looks like we're going to have the Moose. There's a heads up for ah, the production team. Moose says he's going to be ready to go top of the hour, Clark, so be ready for that. They're winding ah. up the morning draw at the, provi yeah, at the provincial tankard. A lot of updating uh, to do with him, I guess. I'll tell you this. Mike Richards came on here yesterday. Raw Mike Richards, the infamous, loquacious Mike Richards. Said he's sick of the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing. He just wants to watch football. We turned that into a meme, okay? And we posted it to our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts. And people are going off on Mike's comment that he just wants to watch football, not these two, or her in the suite. To the point that Sarah Kalana just wrote in. Yeah, Mrs. John Ryan, FYI. Hang on. I've become that guy, by the way. I know most of you won't care. I will see. Here's what she wrote. John Ryan's wife. The uh, star of, what's the show? On Netflix. Not Shameless. Close to that. Insatiable. I watched it. Can't remember that. I could never remember the name. Insatiable. She says, it's like 30 seconds or less that she's shown. It never takes away from football, unless you're a big-ass baby. And then she puts the laughing, crying emoji on there. So I was saying to the guys this morning, I would love to have spent 20 minutes on the Blades-Pats game last night, Saskatoon winning 9-1. But unfortunately, that doesn't get comments like somebody talking about Taylor Swift. And being tired of her. Everybody's pissed off. I can't explain it. It's the way it is. Got to play the numbers game. You just do. Ask our sponsors. Sports update on this Thursday. The Washington Commanders have an agreement with Dan Quinn to hire him as head coach. Quinn has been the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator for the past three seasons. 
He coached the Falcons to a Super Bowl appearance in his five-plus years in Atlanta. Quinn became the choice for Washington after Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson informed teams he was staying with Detroit. Ah, uh, yeah, I got more NFL here in a second, but I'll be honest, it's here, and it's great if you love football, which I do, and hockey a little more, but still love them both. And this drama over the coaches and whether Bill Belichick talked himself out of the job with the Falcons or not, or what's he going to do this year if he's out of football, and Vrabel too, ah, bah, 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 bah. it's just, I, get, I don't get sick of it. The early money is heavily on Kansas City to repeat as Super Bowl champion when the Chiefs face the 49ers in Super Bowl 58. That caused sports books to drop the opening number that favored the Niners by two or two and a half points now to one or one and a half. Bet Regal opened the Niners as two point favorites. That uh, point favorites. That number was. 1.5 as of this morning. Sports updates brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca and also brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters now Mean Girls from the comedic mind of Tina Fey comes a new twist on the modern classic Mean Girls in Landmark Cinemas now. Moose joins and Rod Black next hour after this brief timeout.